0: hi everybody this is Allie and this is Sage and this is us
1: on the this too much podcast
0: yay the podcast where we repeat that every week instead of just making a sting about it (laughs) it's true guys (laughs) um so we're in the fourth season season four episode four Mm -hmm. flip a coin i thought this what i thought this episode was so cute
1: it was cute i mean i felt like it was kind of fillery but it was it it totally
0: was. was like it wasn't like a an important episode but i just i even i even texted sage guys and i was like this is the interactions between characters are like either cracking me up or just like super wholesome. But like, yeah, everybody was on their best comedic behavior. Like, I, I agree. Sterling with that. K. Like, Brown
1: was so snarky and funny.
0: So good. Kevin was snarky. Cassie was funny. Sterling K. Brown. Like, Randall was killing me. Yeah. And um, Beth was also very funny when they get to the dance studio. Mm hmm. I was just like, I was loving, I li- I liked it for a filler episode. It was like, a, it was funny.
1: Yeah, I agree with that.
0: I, Most I, of I it was funny. It. And I guess there were important elements that we can get into as well. You know mm-hmm. who wasn't funny though? Kate and Toby. I know. I was like, I mean, we can obviously talk to about it when we get there, but I was like, I'm worried.
1: what? Like, I'm worried from now on, I'm not going to like anything Kate and Toby really did.
0: I know, like, rewatching it. Like, I remember being irritated. I mean, you and I have discussed Kate and Rebecca as, like, the main women on the show. Yeah. Like, not a good, I don't think, a good representation of, like, women as a whole. Yeah. It's, like, I don't know. I mean, I guess you wouldn't have a show. Like, Rebecca's whole storyline about, like, not wanting to be a mother is, like, refreshing, And cool. But then, like, she is a mom, and then Kate's a mom, and everybody's a mom on the show. Yeah. Except for Sophie. But, like, later, Sophie kind of is a... Like, I just... It's a lot. Like... Yeah. It's just, like, not a good... I feel like there's no, like... I don't know. Representation of, like, women that I would want to be.
1: Yeah. That's fair. But... it's fair. I also... I don't know. I just think that, like... Kate and Toby's, like, I mean, it's a drama show, right? And I feel like these right. drama just gets, like, boring.
0: It does get boring. But that's that's the worst part, because I think Kate could be really interesting. Yeah. And I think sometimes Kate is really interesting. Yeah. And especially teen Kate. I love teenage Kate. But then, and I know we've talked about this before, but they just, it's like, Kate exists to be a mother and exists to be a plus-size woman. Yeah. That's why she exists. And, like, those are two very tired storylines that they, like, beat to death.
1: Yeah. I agree. I don't know. Weird. But with that, would you like to give us a sage synopsis of the episode? Sure. So this is season four, episode four, Flip a Coin. Um, The Hulu synopsis says Kevin reflects on his past. Rebecca visits Randall at college. Beth's mom comes to visit. Kate and Toby share new experiences with baby Jack. Yep,
0: I mean, I guess that's
1: accurate. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah.
0: Are you ready to get into the episode?
1: Sure. Okay. Um. So we open with younger Kate watching TV, yep. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yep. Woo-hoo! I, I loved know. Buffy.
0: I was not like a religious watcher, like a lot of people, yeah. but I really enjoyed it
1: yeah I was not around really for it <laughs> and oh, yeah. for Be- Becca we find out she's gonna go visit Randall for parents weekend
0: yep
1: um I was thinking about this as this was playing my parents never went to parents weekend
0: <laughs> mine never went to parents weekend and well they they never went to parents weekend we they didn't really like come to like yeah like I <laughs> I think it's funny seeing Parents Weekend is like a huge plot point on shows. Not I to know. revert back to Gilmore Girls, but but I honestly, know, right? on Gilmore Girls, it's a little bit relatable, though, because Lorelai doesn't show up for Parents Weekend until Rory's senior year. Yeah, I know, I know. It's and like- until she finds out Emily is there also. Like, Emily yeah, ends up she, being there.
1: She finds out that Emily's been going
0: for years. <laughs> <laughs> but no Parents season. Weekend, to me, as someone who went to college, was not that big of a deal.
1: Yeah, I like think that i told my parents not to come because i think that like all was going on was like maybe like a parent's like, free snow cones yeah like a lunch or <laughs> yeah. and then like they were like okay show your parents your dorm room have them take you off campus out to dinner right. like, do not stay here basically right like, Really? Yeah. There's nothing for you to do. Like. <laughs> right. Although I
0: be- I wholeheartedly believe Rebecca would go to parents weekend, I guess. Um, well, Kate's yeah, so Kate's sitting on the couch being apathetic and Rebecca's going to parents weekend and Rebecca's like, "Do me a favor. How about you don't sit on this couch all weekend? All all of the CDs have been burned in the fire. Those didn't make it to the cabin. Um, yeah. all <laughs> the CDs have been destroyed in the fire. It's not funny." Um, and here's some money to go get some albums, and she was like, "Okay, Kate seems like a little bit excited about it, like not like super excited, but a little excited."
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and then this is kind of where we flip to Kate now, mm-hmm. and we see Gregory, the neighbor, mm-hmm. who I love forever. I love Gregory so much. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's <laughs> just um, so funny. He's so funny. Like he's so dry. I love a good, dry sense of humor. Yeah. Me but too. and we see Toby kind of like resisting this class.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I get Toby's concerns, but also like the it's the way Toby goes about doing things. Like anything in his life, really, the gym. Like yeah. any. I don't know.
1: I will say the other part of this that I like didn't love was. Like they're getting the car ready and everything and Kate's like not helping I guess she's she's got Jack so like she's probably getting him like in his car seat and stuff like that but she's like Toby did you get this did you get that did you get this I'm like
0: right and Toby's like yeah I'm getting it forgot monkey like whatever I feel like they're both wrong in this situation but my other part is like I don't understand why Kate Why they need to go to a music class for this baby? Because Kate is like a musically inclined human being. Like, why isn't she just teaching him at home? Like,
1: Right. Or like getting him used to some of this before taking him to the environment.
0: Right. Because there is a part later, which we can get into, where I actually agree with Toby a little bit. Not the way he's going about doing things. But like, I'm like, "Mm, yeah. But I just don't like it. The only part of the scene I like is Gregory, who's like trying to walk away. and. Toby's so like, do you need it? And he was like, no, you don't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> then he's sorry, like, I walk oh, slow. Sorry, I walk
0: slow. <laughs> I know. Oh, so cute. Um, and then after that, I think we're at Nikki's trailer. Yep. Okay. And Kevin is like, let me buy you a new trailer with all my ho-. he's like, I have tons of Hollywood douchebag money. Yeah. So let me do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> um And then he finds out the Manny is canceled, Mm -hmm. Um, and then we have like a very tiny flashback to the Manny pilot. Yep. Um, And then Nikki's like, "I never saw it. I just saw like a preview where you were drinking out of a baby bottle and not wearing a shirt. (laughs) (laughs) So good. I I like think about Nikki and I'm like, is this the Pearson that he thought he was going to end up with? like out of any of them like this hollywood like goofball
1: (laughs) too good i know um then we see beth and randall and they're talking about beth getting ready to open her dance studio and we find out that beth's mom is coming for the open house (laughs) this whole thing like
0: (laughs) I just, when Randall said, yeah, your mom is judgy. Like, Supreme Court level judgy. (laughs) Yeah.
1: But um, Randall basically says that he's going to handle Beth's mom so she doesn't have to worry about it. And he's going to take care of it. My favorite is that Beth, like, laughs in his face, which is so good. (laughs) It's
0: so good. Um, And then after that, we kind of find out that Deja comes up and she's like, hey. Can I go to the movies with some friends? And we find out that Beth did see her talking to Malik, because I remember making that point when we talked about it. Yeah. And he was like, does this have something to do with the boy that we saw outside um, that your mom saw you with? And Randall's like making little kissy faces. (laughs) I know. Oh my gosh. But it's Um funny. I've never heard them call her. Call it was interesting because I guess I just never noticed. Like he calls Beth her mom and mm-hmm. she says Randall's my dad, like at one point in time.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. When she introduces Malik later Malik. on in the episode, she says, yeah. you know, this is my dad, Randall.
0: I love that though.
1: Yeah, I think it's like a slow transition, right? Because she's yeah. still calling them Randall and Beth, but like right. eventually she does like get to that mom and dad, like yeah. them mom and dad. But I- it is like I- slow
0: yeah but i think that's like realistic prop i mean i think it's like a really lovely like tiny detail
1: yeah and i imagine like beth and randall are the type of like parents that are just like they go with it like whatever absolutely you know wherever she's at they just like let it be
0: yeah they just let it be um and then they say we need to meet
1: them first like we need to meet Well, Randall says she can go. This shocked me. Yeah, that's right. Randall says she can go. And Beth says, we need to meet him first. And then Randall like corrects himself and says, we need to meet him first. But I was like shocked that Randall was like, we need to meet him first. My whole thing is
0: too, I guess, and I totally get this because- Okay, I went from going to a private school with like 13 kids to Mm -hmm. a public school, same area, but I didn't really know anybody and my mom didn't know parents anymore. And I remember her being like, this is so weird because you're a teenager with like new friends and I don't know their parents and I don't know where they come from. Like, so my mom had a really hard time with that, like with that piece of it because she was like, I don't know these parents. I don't know these kids. Like, yeah. whereas before she would have been like, yeah, go. Yeah, it's probably like. like so, I'm sure it's, like, so situation.
1: different. Yeah,
0: Yeah, moving to a different city is, like, a yeah. whole
1: other level of that. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, if um, I was them, I'd want to meet them.
1: Yeah. um, I think it's appropriate for them to want to meet Malik, right? Like, he wants to take Deja out. So, like, I guess, like, that's... Right. You know? Um, yeah. I do think especially at her age like she's pretty young like maybe in like three or four years like two or three years like it might be different you know like some Mm -hmm. junior senior like she's a little bit older she can make more own decisions but um, absolutely i think although i do
0: think sometimes they forget like deja comes from a very different place
1: yeah i feel like deja already
0: has those like bullshit meters in her head like yeah. she rides but the they, bus alone
1: they also i mean they also have to you know be parents and oh yeah you know so right. there's yeah. like a level of but i think what they're really trying to do here is like show some parallels between beth and her mom yeah you know because yeah. while i don't like mama c doesn't ask just to, to meet like boys that Beth has been dating that we've seen like on screen. Like, I think they're trying to show like that Beth is kind of like trying to be involved in like this situation, right? right? Yeah, I
0: didn't even think about that. What a good catch! Like, what a good, and you're totally right. Like, now that you're saying that, I just that didn't even like cross Mm -hmm. my mind, but that totally is, yeah, that makes sense. And I think
1: Beth is like kind of. Relating to how she grew up, probably, and that's yeah. why she was like the one that was like, "Oh, we have to meet." Versus, like, it wouldn't surprise me at all if, like, Randall liked a girl, and was like, "Yeah, go ask her out." Like, I don't need to meet her. Like, well, she you know.
0: basically did that at the college. Like,
1: exactly. Well, no, we'll get into that.
0: Yeah, that's so actually of, the next
1: scene. Yeah, yeah.
0: Speaking of the college, we see teen oh. Randall, and I just want to say. That I feel like Rebecca in the scene is unloading on him, like not yeah. like a normal like parent child like, and I don't even like not like a normal like. And your brother's doing this. I don't know what that's about. Like Randall is the eldest daughter of this
1: family, and like- you are so accurate about that. As Randall is eldest- the eldest daughter, and As two eldest daughters.
0: Eldest daughters are the strongest men I know. I don't know about you. <laughs> like I just <laughs> but Randall is giving off Elda's daughter energy in this scene. <laughs> and it's a quick scene cuz I think we're right back to Mama C like yep. modern day comes to the dance studio, right? Yeah. Okay. And I love that the grandkids by the way call her Mama C. Mhm. Um and she hates Randall. Randall, and I think it's great. <laughs>
1: Randall doesn't get humbled very often, so. No. He's too charming, so it's good that Mama C keeps him in his place a little bit.
0: I, I love everything about it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, And then very quickly, they realize there's a terrible smell in this dance studio. Yeah. And that's when it switches to Kevin, I think, mm-hmm. right?
1: Yep. So we see Cassie outside of this a meeting that Kevin and Nikki were also going to. And she's like, they never updated the website. Like, she's kind of freaking out. And she's like, you know, when you say that you're going to have a meeting at nine, you should have a meeting at nine. Blah, blah, blah. This poor, sweet-looking lady.
0: This poor, sweet-looking lady. I know. I had a
1: false memory about this. Oh, let's hear it. For some reason I kept like waiting for Kevin to be like, "Okay, well, there's three of us here. We're going to have our Have a meeting."
0: And I thought that too. I thought that too. And then I and then I realized what happened, but I thought that too. I was like, yeah, "Oh
1: no." I was like waiting for that. I'm like, "Me too.
0: Happened? Me too." <laughs> but Kevin, I think Kevin is so charming. And like honestly, It's not even, I can't believe it. I can't even believe these words come out of my mouth now that we're recording this podcast. (laughs) I, he's charming, but like honestly, it's never in this like schmoozy kind of way when he's being like so honest. Like, yeah. Like if he was a celebrity in real life, I would want to meet him. He's so lovely to everybody. Like, he's so sweet. I think that this
1: is, What I have gathered about Kevin this rewatch is he's as charming as Randall, but he comes by it more honestly. Yeah. Like he's not trying to be charming. Whereas I feel like Randall is putting on the the schmooze a little bit and like Kevin's just doing it because that's who he is.
0: I think Randall, Randall's somebody who needs to be liked. Yes. Because he's anxious.
1: Yes, I agree. Yeah. And like I don't like, think that Randall's like trying to put on an act per se, but like he tries too hard. Right. And, like that's where his, I don't
0: like, think it's necessarily disingenuous. I just right. think that Kevin is way more like Yeah, like wholesome. He doesn't about think
1: it. about it. Yeah. He doesn't know he doesn't have he to think about it, about it at all. Yeah. I feel like Randall puts thought into it and is like, oh okay, yeah. like, you know, Which the way to make is- Beth happy is to do x y right like
0: the both ways aren't wrong like two Mm -hmm. things can be true at one time i think they're both great guys like Mm -hmm. i just think yeah kevin the way kevin does it is a lot more organic yeah i guess Mm -hmm. yeah so kevin's like well since we have like you know time till 3 30 to kill Let's all go do something. Come on, guys. Let's take a field trip. Kevin is the Miss Frizzle of AA meetings. (laughs) Um, And so they go on a field trip because Cassie, did we already say why Cassie needed a meeting? I don't think Mm -hmm. so. Um, So basically, I mean, I know everybody watched the episode, but she needed a meeting because her husband and her went to breakfast and he wants to get divorced.
1: Do we see that?
0: The breakfast? I don't think so but i think we see things later
1: that happen over breakfast
0: Hmm. okay i'm pretty sure
1: i'm i was thinking like i feel like we've seen this but yeah i'm almost
0: positive okay. that we see some of this later okay. not maybe not this exactly but some of it okay and i think it's not about being divorced i think it's about custody
1: i yes i couldn't remember quite but i was like for some reason like the story sounds very familiar but Okay, yeah, that, makes sense. that does make um
0: sense. yeah. So then we're with Kate and Toby. Mm-hmm. They get to music class late, which yeah. annoys the shit out of me. That's um true. they're I those know. people that are late and have yeah. no regard for being late, mm-hmm. like because I feel like they're late a lot mm-hmm. in this show. Mm-hmm. One thing about Sage and I don't be late, don't waste our time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so they're at music class. Um the lady seems very lovely. It seems like a really fun music class for infants, actually. Like, I thought it seemed fun. Um, but clearly, like, they didn't talk to her beforehand, and Jack is overstimulated.
1: Right.
0: Um, And I understand, like, but I just feel like for being people who, like, are trying to anticipate your child's needs, mm-hmm. you didn't do that. Right. You know,
1: one of my biggest pet peeves. Maybe maybe I shouldn't say do it, it. do it. Okay, I don't mean to offend anybody, though. (laughs) Okay, well,
0: I I thought you were being mean and meant to offend everybody.
1: (laughs) But one of my biggest pet peeves, and I've never been a parent, so I can't I can't talk about parenting styles. But if your baby is crying, take them outside of the room where there's no other people around. Yes. Like, they just continued to, like, let Jack, like, scream his Dream. head off through this right. music class because, right. and, like, you know, it's not his fault. He doesn't know what's no. going on. But, like, also now, like, you're not just disrupting. Ruining,
0: you're not just disrupting yourself. You're disrupting everybody
1: else. Everybody else. And, like, now yeah. all these kids and their parents who paid for this class are now not having baby is crying. It's like when people let their baby cry, like, During a wedding or in church, or like, you know, like
0: you're just, I feel like there's like a threshold, right? Like, there's a threshold.
1: I don't know. I think people in grocery stores should take their kids outside.
0: (laughs) My biggest pet peeve we're going to get canceled. I don't like, I'm like not into mom shaming because I think everybody, like, I think being a human is hard enough, and then raising other humans is probably really hard too. Yeah. My other pet peeve is when people let their children run around restaurants. Mm. There's nothing I want more than to trip your child. Mm-hmm. Like, I hate that. Mm-hmm. It drives me nuts. And Maybe. it's again, everybody's paying for the experience. Mm. Like, that's not like that's like a stressful environment. Going out to eat should be fun. Yeah. I don't
1: know. Agree.
0: Um, And then we see teen Kate.
1: Yep. She's
0: at the record Kate, store.
1: I want to read you what I wrote. Oh, great. <laughs> I said, young Kate meets that terrible jerk guy at the record <laughs> store. <laughs> and then I said, he seems all charming because he keeps asking about Jack and her situation. But he's right. literally such a jerk.
0: <laughs> but listen, you're not wrong, right? You're not wrong. But- My whole thing is, like, I was trying to watch this from a non-biased, like, from pretending that I never saw this, right? Mm -hmm. Because I was like, if I was Kate, I would absolutely be fooled by him. Because Mm -hmm. it's like, he's a boy. He's charming. They both like music. He's asking about Jack. He seems very sweet. Like, I also would have really liked him, I think. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, I know. However, however. <laughs> the the part of me that is non biased and knows what's coming hates him. I hate him with the fiery passion of a thousand suns. Like he's all
1: seen. Have we seen any of him yet? No. Okay.
0: So very new character. I don't even remember his name because I hate him so it's much. Not important to be honest. It's not important. But he Kate's rummaging. Him. Through records, she's asking about Nevermind by Nirvana. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, that record's good. I'm not into Nirvana, really, but, sure. It's a good record. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're having back and forth banter. And he's like, shouldn't every teenager own Nevermind? And she's like, yeah, except my house burned down. <laughs> right. I kind of love her for doing that, though. Get it out of the way, girlfriend. Um... And then she's talking about Neil Diamond and her parents, and it's very cute. And -hmm. then she also talks about Death Cab for Cutie. Mm -hmm. And I've never related to what someone has said more about Death Cab for Cutie, where it's like, I have no idea what Ben is talking about, but it's about what it makes you feel, which is (laughs) the most accurate description of Death Cab for Cutie I have ever heard in my life, you know?
1: Yeah, my angsty like middle school years, I used to like listen to Death Cab for Cutie and like dramatically like this is gonna sound sad, but it wasn't sad because I I was just dramatic. But I would like cry myself to sleep like Death Cab for Cutie because I I get it, girlfriend. (laughs) It's
0: okay. I was in well, if you were sad. I was just angsty <laughs> if we were 10 i was 20 doing the same thing so like who's more dramatic like I, um i remember what, listening to i will follow you in the dark in the car right grant's in my back seat and i look in the rearview mirror to make sure that he's like okay back there and i look back and i go are you crying <laughs> like, tears streaming down his little face <laughs> Oh,
1: gosh. Poor was little it, little like, baby. raining? Did he, like, put his... No, it was, like,
0: sunshiny, and Maddie was in the front seat, and she turned around, and she's like, what? Like, <laughs> goes, It's just really beautiful. <laughs> and it is really beautiful. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sweet little Grant, man. Oh, I love so that. So funny. So funny. <laughs> and the point of this whole record thing is that she meets quote-unquote charming guy.
1: Hmm. But and she, she also...
0: So- yeah, gets offered a job, which is great, and this is definitely in Kate's wheelhouse
1: mm-hmm.
0: of things, of places, of jobs. So
1: definitely happy,
0: happy for her at first. Right now, I'm happy for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, we see Kevin at the RV lot with yep. Uncle Nicky and Cassie
1: because mm-hmm. <laughs> they're killing time.
0: I'm Kevin is so tone deaf, but like it's all, also kind of adorable when he's like, "I'm sure you're used to negotiating, Cassie." Would you like to negotiate for an RV? And she's like, "Yeah." In the military, they teach you how to negotiate for an <laughs> RV. Like, and like, walks away. And it's like, "Are you freaking kidding me?" Um. And then the RV salesman comes up, and Kevin, you know, he's talking to him, and the RV guy is like, "Oh my god, you're beautiful." <laughs> it's literally the cutest little and he goes you're you're so tall like it's like very adorable mm-hmm. and so kevin's like can we talk about a deal and he was like absolutely Um <laughs> they kind of they go inside we don't see what happens after that until later
1: right um we then get to like a quick little flashback oh. of kevin on his Manny pilot set um yeah And Kevin says that he might be funny for a hot person, but he doesn't think he's actually that funny because, like, none of the jokes in this pilot are landing and, like, people aren't taking it well and the baby won't stop crying. And Kate's, like, just stick it out. Like, it'll be fine. Like, it'll work itself out. Like, Kate's, like, trying to be supportive and everything.
0: Right. I actually, I wrote down the maybe I'm funny for a hot person line too because I do think you and I have talked about this before on here, I think, where it's, like, People who are obviously hot have never had to be funny.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: Kevin's like kind of so self-aware that he's like questioning that. Like maybe I'm not funny. Right. But I think Kevin has been funny his whole life. Like
1: yeah, he did no, that no.
0: talent show. Remember when they do that talent show when they're like littler and he does MC. Does he do MC Hammer? He does something really funny. Okay.
1: It might have been the MC Hammer. I
0: forget what it is, but it's like. It was yeah. very, cute. like, but great. I thought that line, I was like, this is such an important line because it's so, it's so true. Yeah. Um, And that's kind of all we see right there. But Kate's being, I also, Kate's so sweet and so supportive, like, in that, like. Do you know what's vein. funny?
1: Is, I think it's here too where Kate says, and I don't even like babies.
0: <laughs> yes, which I so thought I was, like, was great because I was like, oh, is this going to be like a parallel? Which it was because then it transitioned into Kate and Toby in the car. Yeah which I, thought I, also was think,
1: I also think there's like some foreshadowing here. Yeah. Of things that we see like later on that I'm like, Oh, like I wonder I'll mention it to you afterward.
0: So after we see the Manny flashback, yep. we see Kate and Toby in the car, Jack's still hyped up about the class and he's still crying. And Toby was like, I know it said for all like abilities However, we have a son with a disability, so that's something maybe you should have called ahead about, which I agree that they should have called ahead or emailed. However, I don't think it's just Kate's responsibility. Mm
1: -hmm. However,
0: I also get that Toby didn't want to do this class. Kate did. Yeah. Like, there's a whole lot of, like, everybody did something wrong. Everybody did something right. Like, yeah, like, but. I do agree with Toby at this point in time. What I hate about this scene is these people fight, but they don't fight and nothing's ever resolved. Like she's still pissed off about the gym thing because she yeah. makes that comment, but you never had it out. Like you and I discussed how it's like never resolved yeah. in that other episode. So like, what are, it's not good.
1: It's Their a communication talk- skills are not good. Or right. lacking. Yeah. Yeah especially because she seemed like she was like over the gym thing right because like she was like you know like i just wish you would have told me and then we see her like start walking with gregory so like i also feel like
0: gregory hates toby
1: maybe i feel like there's a chance i don't know i feel like yeah i have to pay attention more
0: i don't know i thought when he was walking away he like doesn't respect toby Mm -hmm which to be fair Toby didn't respect him twice.
1: Yeah. So um,
0: just
1: So then we're with Rebecca and Randall at parents weekend. Yep. Um and Rebecca's like, "Who's that girl?" and Randall's like, "What?" And I'm like, "Randall, stop. Like, you're so
0: obvious." <laughs> I know. I also feel like this turns into a really lovely moment. But I do feel like this part is like a little bit
1: intrusive. Oh, my gosh. I would be so mortified if mortified. my mother yeah. did what Rebecca did. Like, Absolutely. she goes over and sits down. I would right. be mortified. Yeah. I would never. I'd want to transfer schools.
0: <laughs> Me too. Yep. Especially because Rebecca doesn't even know the whole thing, like, Beth said, please don't talk to me again. Like, that was the end of their last date. And Randall clearly was respectful about that. Like, it seems like it anyway, you know? But I really...
1: They're getting married, but...
0: Yes, but, like, still clearly, like, respectful about the boundary that Beth has set. Right. But I think Randall is so cute and funny in this scene when he's like, we went on a date. We know each other from poli-sci. He's like... I'm maybe math, maybe poli sci, maybe this.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. And like Mama C, like clearly, like, I think she like is impressed by Randall. But like yeah. after hearing more from Rebecca, she's like, uh-huh. oh, no, like we can't get involved in this. It's going right. to tear Beth apart. I think that's what she's like afraid of. We'll
0: yeah. And we also moment. slyly or at least I noticed this time. I don't know if I noticed it last time. We see Randall put a slice of lemon on Beth's tray.
1: I know. Just like
0: it. in this beautiful organic way. I don't know. I was like this is romantic and I can't even remember where we're going with it.
1: Like <laughs> yeah. Love um, it. So then we find out that there's a possum in the dance studio.
0: <laughs> Can I go on a rant about possums for a second?
1: I love them. They're like I
0: love possums too. Okay? They're possums so good are- for the
1: environment.
0: They are so good for the environment. They actually don't attack people. They just hiss just so everybody knows. They don't carry diseases. They can't carry Lyme's disease. They're good little buddies that just like help the environment so much. They have cute little snoots. They don't heal completely, which is the saddest thing I've ever heard in my whole life. And I don't even like thinking about it. I told somebody about this the other day and teared up because it made me so upset.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Them not healing completely is actually one of like the most interesting like Yes, evolutionary like things yes. that I've ever heard. You
0: know of. why they don't heal it's, completely?
1: They put all of their like metabolic energy into reproduction. So if they don't like, they don't heal completely because they like don't want to sp- expenditure like that energy into healing. Stop and it. so like because they're like because of how their life cycle is or whatever, like they just like put all of that like metabolic energy Ooh. into reproduction that's
0: making me tear up because they're so selfless selfless (laughs) add that to the list of possum trees are
1: good mothers okay (laughs)
0: they are good good mothers possums are the best (laughs) i love a good possum also this is obviously not a pop culture pick but there is this possum on the internet named gilbert and someone rescued him and he is oh. so cute and he lives in the house and he has a cute little snoot and I love him so much.
1: They have short, short life cycles because of the night. though. Yeah. So mm. how long? Like a year or something. What? Yeah, they have like really short life cycles.
0: Stop it. I hate that forever. But they don't
1: heal. So like every, as they get older, their body starts to break right. down. I mean, it totally makes sense. They get
0: You want to know another animal that really I didn't really think much about till I knew more about them, and now I can't stop thinking about them? Octopuses. Octopi. Well,
1: I love octopi.
0: Well, watch The Octopus Teacher, because...
1: They're really smart.
0: Yeah. I was crying the whole time.
1: uh, Possum lifespan is one to two years in the wild. Do
0: you think if they live inside, though, they probably live longer?
1: It says as long as four years in, or more in captivity.
0: Well, I've been following Gilbert for a long time. Little Gilbert.
1: Oh my gosh, look at the little possum. There's like little possums on this on this big possum. Oh
0: my God. Like, Do you Ryan. know the difference between possums with an O and possums with a P? Like there's two different ones, which I didn't know until recently. But the O possums are the ones that are here. Yeah. But possums are, like, tinier marsupials that, like, live in, like, Australia. They look different. They have a friendlier face, but I love a good possum with an O because they look a little bit terrifying but are adorable.
1: They're so cute. I love them. Oh, my God. Look at them all riding on their
0: <laughs> This is our pop culture pick for everybody. Just go, ta- like, look up possums. Talk about possums. I love a good possum. Mm-hmm.
1: So, Let them live in your yard. They'll eat all the bugs. And... Yeah,
0: they're sweet and perfect angels, and you shouldn't be yeah. hurting them. Yeah.
1: Um, and unlike other rodents, like, they won't dig holes in your yard. No. Like, some rodents, like, dig holes in your yard, and obviously, like, that's not good because then you, like, break your ankle when you walk outside. But
0: I, I feel know. like, too, um, aren't, they're classified as marsupials, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is cute.
1: I got a little pouch. love a good know, That's what I'm saying. They're, they're great mothers. They're great. Just like a mother, so cute,
0: snuggly little friends who eat bugs. And if you don't, you have to get on the possum bandwagon. Thank you for coming to the possum podcast. Where <laughs> we just specifically talk about possums. So, Randall's trying to be polite to the nice janitor man, which, again, great one-off casting. I really liked that guy. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to be super polite about it. And Mama C's like, listen, there's people coming in two hours. Let's get this together. And um, then after that, Randall meets Malik.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Deja's like, please don't do anything weird. And then what Randall does is the exact opposite of that. <laughs> of course, yeah. Malik... Um, is a junior we do find out Malik's a junior. Yes, I and... wrote this
1: down because I was like, this confirms what we were discussing. <laughs> Mystery solved.
0: <laughs> Mystery solved. <laughs> um,
1: um, also, I feel like yes, I know that Deja's like really smart, but I feel like my parents would not be impressed to hear that somebody two years older than me was in the same math <laughs>
0: class as me. no, me neither. <laughs> my- <laughs> Me neither. My parents
1: would be like, really? Like, why aren't you two levels above her? Like, right. Why aren't yep. you just as smart?
0: Right. Um, and then Malik talks about where his parents work. He talks about his mom working at the Marriott. And Randa goes, I'm a member.
1: I know. He's <laughs> so basic.
0: I am not a Marriott member. I'm a Hilton member. But, um, and then randall's like you seem like a nice guy i appreciate you coming over here i also appreciate that your stature is such that i could squish you like a bug if i needed to (laughs) um and then
1: malik goes yeah i can't imagine anybody wanting to date my daughter and randall just kind of like chuckles and then malik says you know like just last week she like developed this flirty smile and i nearly died and randall goes hold up wait a second what (laughs) (laughs) and i was like yeah, I feel like I f-
0: I do feel bad for Malik a little bit in this in this piece because I would have assumed I also would have assumed I guess that Deja told them.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's like a weird situation.
0: It is a weird situation. I agree. Um but yeah. I don't know, but I would be weird. I mean, as a parent, like I'm sure you'd be concerned. I get it.
1: Of course, absolutely.
0: Right. And then Beth pops her little head out and she goes, "It's just one baby." no family of possums
1: (laughs) yep um so then we see the rv man and he's like in his office and cassie's like she's he's just wasting your time and kevin's like oh i don't care like he's excited whatever um and he's like trying to relate to cassie and he says something about (laughs) how his show's getting canceled and she's like, this is not the same thing. I am going through a divorce. Right.
0: I get what Cassie's saying. However, I hate when people like try to do the trauma Olympics where it's like,
1: my problem is bigger than your problem. Right.
0: Because just because it's not the same thing or just because it's something seems smaller to you doesn't mean it's not as important. Like, exactly. this is important to Kevin at this moment. Um, so, I don't know. But then the nice car salesman's wife just, like, randomly appears and is like, oh, my God, it really is you. Yeah. She's like, um, could we, could I get a selfie? And he goes, oh, my God, I was going to ask you if we could get a selfie. <laughs> and right. then he's like, you look so beautiful. I think it's a perfect photo. Like, he's just so, like,
1: yeah. charming. And- well and i think cassie realizes like he can still be nice to people even when he's having like a bad yeah
0: trip. a rough time like and that's yeah i like that cassie is humbled here a little bit mm-hmm. um not that i don't think what cassie's going through is awful it's just like she's not very nice to kevin because i think i think what she's doing is what everybody does to kevin which is selling kevin short
1: yeah absolutely. nobody
0: lets kevin have his full potential because everybody just assumes that he can't be something you know right yeah um and then we see randall and mama c mm-hmm. right
1: rebecca and mama
0: c oh okay. rebecca and mama c beth and randall go to class that's right so we see rebecca and mama c and i actually love this moment i think it's really really beautiful
1: well i think that this is probably the first person that's ever kind of humbled rebecca since jack died too yeah, okay. and that's what I so, put. Like, like yeah. And
0: I don't think Rebecca has ever talked to somebody who could relate mm-hmm. to not to their husband dying, you know? Yeah.
1: But I um, think like Rebecca like n- basically unloading on Mama C and then finding out was like the perfect way for Rebecca to find out because I think it makes her realize like she can't just keep doing this to people. Like Right. You know what I mean? She can't Which is great. keep, like, being in this grief all the time because it's right not to the other people around her.
0: Yeah, where was Mama C earlier?
1: Right.
0: Um, I do love the... I think it's so, like, innocent and beautiful where Rebecca's like, am I supposed to take my wedding ring off? Yeah. And Mama C was like, I'm not doing it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. I also, in this scene thought of something that maybe we've talked about before, but it just, like, dawned on me. Mama C makes a comment about Beth being a daddy's girl. Mm -hmm. And I just think it's so weird that Beth and Kate are not closer.
1: Yeah, because they have like so much to relate about.
0: Both daddy's girls, like, both of them, like, loved their dads fiercely. Mm
1: -hmm. And I just... And they were both
0: passionate. Like, Jack wanted Kate to pursue her passion of music her dad wanted her beth's dad wanted her to pursue her passion of dance like and they both worked really hard to make sure like i just think it's like sad
1: yeah and dance and music are like not on this such different like ends of the spectrum you know what i mean right lots to relate about like
0: absolutely they're both in the arts like they both take hard work perseverance like Mm -hmm. you have to be disciplined in both of those areas yeah to succeed (laughs) you know i think it just when like when they were talking i was like oh my god why isn't there i feel like that's kind of a flaw of the show
1: yeah that's true that's true then again though like you know i think like the excuse that they use is probably that kate just like moved with kevin lived so far away kate was like a shutout when yeah. I mean, I guess,
0: and I know it's addressed a little bit where Ka- like at the bachelor party, mm-hmm. whose bachelor party is that? Toby and Kate's bachelor, bachelorette, bachelorette party. Like it's kind of addressed there, mm-hmm. but like, I also think, I just think, I don't know. I think it's so weird. Mm-hmm. I think they're both like, I think Beth would be a great friend. I think Kate would be like fun to be around when she's, Yeah. In her fun to be around era. You know what I mean? But yeah. yeah, I just thought it was interesting. I was like, wait a second. Like, but anyway, and then we see Beth and Randall talking in the dance studio Mm -hmm. and Randall is telling Beth about how Malik has a little girl and Beth's like, I don't want her going to the movies with a boy who puts babies inside people. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Oh, And then (laughs) that's like talking and it's so sad because clearly like Beth feels like she thinks her mom thinks that this is a huge failure because of this one setback because of how her mom normally reacts. Yeah. And her mom's like, well, we're just going to have to push it. Mm -hmm. And Beth's like, okay, kind of. And then Randall ends up bossing up. Mm hmm and telling carol how it is and then immediately coming back and being like i'm sorry for the tone that i took however the statement still stands
1: yeah <laughs> and then like
0: walks back away
1: <laughs> um, so good. yeah so then we see uh mama c and beth in college and she's like um basically telling beth like you know rebecca was lovely but like Randall's not going to be good for you. His family is very broken. Like they're there's two ways to handle grief. We are, you know, keeping our heads high and moving forward and they're mm-hmm. not.
0: Yeah. I don't think but I know Mama C thinks that she did the right thing, but like for, just from what we know, as people who've seen her side, it's like not right either.
1: Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is I mean mama c says there's two ways to handle grief like there's more than two ways to handle right. grief, but i think what they're trying to show is like how opposite it's been handled you know right like
0: rebecca unpacked and lived there
1: well and mama right.
0: c packed everything up and acted like it didn't happen
1: yeah and i don't want to say that like rebecca is wallowing in her grief because i don't think that that's like the right word per se because she's she's grieving so she's like deep into it and like i understand that but i think that she's like let it consume every aspect of her life yeah versus mama c hasn't allowed any of it to be part of her life so i i think that they're just showing like almost like two unhealthy ways yeah
0: yeah, two very opposite ends of the spectrum. Neither is the correct way to deal with it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then we see Randall is fixing the dance event. And Carol, Mama C, is clearly impressed with Randall
1: at this point in time, which is great. Um, and then... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, then we see Kate and Toby um, and kate's like i just want him to be able to do everything that the other kids can do and toby's like he will be able to he just needs to take baby steps
0: i don't think toby's wrong right however kate apologizes and there's like no apology on toby's side for anything and i think that's weird
1: yeah they're trying to make him unlikable
0: yeah, I know, but like, it's like it's too much. It's all with Toby. It's always too like much too much too fast. Like, yeah, I know. Because he goes from being this really charming man who shows up at the Pearson's house and has a heart attack to I like know. this, like, to like this, like unlikable blue person. Because I guess my whole thing too is like Toby's divorced already once, right? Mm. So like, and he talks about how his ex wife was terrible, right? Yeah. But this is making it look like Toby was terrible. Like, to me, it looks like
1: right, Toby's yeah.
0: actually the worst. It had nothing to do with, I think her name was Janelle or something.
1: That's Maybe that's wrong. No, baby. that's Malik's
0: baby's name. I forget. Michelle? Uh... Something. I don't know. It doesn't yeah, matter. I but I just think it's, like, weird. I don't like it.
1: Yeah, I agree. I don't like it.
0: Um, and then we're back at the dance studio. And Beth is outside. Teaching everybody outside dancing, and I think Beth is like so adorable when she's teaching this dancing. Um, and then Mama C just kind of tells Randall that she was wrong about him when they first met, and that he like is what what Beth needs. And he was like, "Thanks so much," and then starts doing his own little dance move, which is so cute. Yeah, Sterling K. Brown is so hot. <laughs> I like. I feel like that's the most unrealistic part of the show. Why is everybody so hot? Like- <laughs> <True>. <laughs> it's a very annoyingly good looking family. Like- yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Then we're with um, Kevin and Uncle Nikki. And Kevin's yeah. like, I'm sorry for pushing the trailer onto you. And then, and Cassie's there too, I guess. And um-
0: <laughs> <laughs> she's over there.
1: <laughs> she's just like not really part of this. No, she's um- not. But he says, Uncle Nikki says to them, you know, I didn't buy that trailer for me. I bought it because there was this woman that I was dating before I got drafted and her name was Sally. And we always wrote during the war and I said, we always said we were going to drive cross country. And so I bought the trailer for her so we could drive cross country. And he says he hitched it to his car and drove to her house and she wasn't home. She wasn't so there. he drove off.
0: Listen, I didn't realize we mentioned Sally this early in the show, but when he mentioned her, my little face was like, my mouth dropped. However, and spoiler alert, if you don't want to hear this and you haven't watched the show, please don't listen to what I'm about to say. I feel like some of this is not accurate later because when Nikki's older and they finally go visit Sally, Mm -hmm. she doesn't even remember him. (laughs) so nikki tells this terrible terribly sad story about like the love of his life
1: who he doesn't doesn't,
0: he doesn't stay he doesn't stay to see if she's home and it that breaks my heart because like i know you're not like this but like i am a huge like fan of like fate yeah. And I think that like things happen for a reason. And I always think things like, what if this happened differently? What would have what would life have looked like? Yeah. You know? So yeah. I mean, it breaks my heart for Nikki because I think Nikki is just like this very soft soul that like this his whole life just like turned into something that like it shouldn't have been.
1: Right.
0: You know? Yeah. I don't know. It makes me sad. Yeah.
1: Um, so then we see Kevin and he's like spiraling over the fact that the Manny baby, this is like mm-hmm. in the past, uh, isn't calming down. The pilot's not going well and Kate tells him to stop spiraling. Right. Um, and then
0: he basically says like, is do I actually like acting? Do I like yeah. L.A. or was I meant to be in a small town with a woman that I love raising kids.
1: Right. And I think that they're like trying to like pull comparisons and yeah. like parallels between now and then when he says yeah. that, because when he's saying that you see like Kevin with Cassie and a small
0: misdirection <laughs> misdirection <laughs> yeah. is what they did. And guess who the sucker that fell for it? Me. <laughs> I <don't laughs> like, Cause I um, actually like their chemistry. I think it's funny. Yeah. It's like, it's the trope of like, <laughs> Enemies to lovers, and I like that. (laughs)
1: Um, and then Kevin asks Cassie if she wants uh him back, and he she says yes. And then Kevin says to her, like, you know, I may not have been to war, but I have been divorced, yeah. And it's I, and I was like, uh, oh, big old bite of humble pie.
0: (laughs) How about it? Is this also where? they talk about how they got engaged, like how her and her husband got engaged because –
1: I think so.
0: Can I tell you, scenes like this hurt my heart in any movie because you're talking about like the happiest time of your life Mm -hmm. and then you're seeing this like the effects of like what actually living are like Mm -hmm. and like it's just such – I think getting divorced is such a sad thing for anybody. Yeah. Because it's like it went from like this beautiful thing mm-hmm. to what it is now. And it, it breaks like that kind of stuff breaks my heart in movies.
1: Yeah.
0: I remember this make fun of me all you want. I don't care. But I remember watching the Katy Perry documentary in theaters. I was like 22. I love Katy yeah. Perry, in case anybody didn't know that about me. But, um, okay and in the documentary they're like filming for the documentary and in it russell brand who's disgusting and really she dodged a bullet texts her that he wants a divorce like in the middle of her like filming this and in the middle of a world tour world tour and i remember like it was so sad because she just like burst out into tears and is going on stage he does this before she's going on stage in like an hour and they're like do you want us to cancel it and then you see her like in an interview in the documentary later and she's like love is the dream but the reality of that dream is hard and I remember being 22 bawling in the theater because like it's just so sad like it's just so sad (laughs) That's was really sad (laughs) it's so sad and I like Every time I bring it up, like people are like the Katy Perry documentary. I'm like, listen, I learned some valuable stuff from that documentary, but it broke my heart. And anytime I see something like this, it just breaks my heart because it's like it went from like this amazing thing to like being so down here. Yeah. I don't know. I hate it.
1: So then we see Rebecca, she comes home um, and her and Kate are listening to music and dancing and things seem to be really happy. And Kate yeah. says that she got a job at the record store. And Rebecca says, I think it's finally time to like take a step forward and get our own place, like stop living in this like temporary apartment. Condo yeah. thing that they're." Recording. I
0: actually thought that moment between her and Kate dancing and like talking and having that discussion, like. it's like rebecca woke up
1: yeah that's what i'm you know that's what i'm saying about like i think that talking to mama c was kind of like oh my gosh like i can't keep doing this to people because you know she's going through the same exact thing me. like i just like unloaded on her when like we could have been better at supporting each other versus me just like dumping on her right yeah yeah I loved, I thought that scene was really cute. You don't get very
0: mummy Rebecca and Kate cute scenes. And I thought that was really adorable. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we see Cass, Cassie and Kevin. And -hmm. earlier we see her being like, I'm trying to care, but I just don't. So then she's like, so then she's like, okay, you win. Like, what is this last scene of the, of the show? And we see like this flashback. Of, like, Kevin and he's talking about how this baby won't cry and they're trying to get a new baby. And he's, like, and then they just kept the camera rolling and the baby and I connected. Mm -hmm. And he's, like, and then they put a pink ballad behind it. (laughs) And she was, like, I love pink. And he's, like, right. And then – and he's, like, and that was it. Like, that was it. But I thought that was really cute. Mm
1: -hmm. And then Beth – young Beth asks Randall why – why he passed her that lemon and he says because he noticed on their date that she ordered a Coke with a lemon and today she had a Coke. Um, and Beth then kisses Randall. So cute. Oh,
0: I love, I, first of all, if I couldn't love Beth anymore, she's a Coke girl, you know, like who knew? <laughs> like, <true. laughs> like, you know, she loves Coke, but it's, oh,
1: it's just Coke like, sponsor us.
0: yeah. Yeah. Coke, if you're listening, could you sponsor us? Thank did you. Did you
1: ever get pink cokes?
0: Yeah, I hated it.
1: No, no, no. Oh, like the the pink cans for breast cancer. No, did you? I looked for them everywhere and I couldn't find yeah. them. I couldn't I find, find
0: like, them either. Like I will I can...
1: cherish this forever. I'll never open one of these. I know.
0: I even tried to like look for them at like the place, like our local grocery store that we both love. Like I was like, I oh, looked for them everywhere. Here?
1: Like I couldn't there find me them. Too
0: me neither limited
1: edition. i thought you meant
0: that gross coke that you told me to drink and i was like whoa i, don't know. I forget what that one's called it was like coconut but it wasn't very good you I liked was, it though there was one remember? that was
1: okay yeah i hated it i don't remember if it was that one there was like one that was okay but like the other ones have been pretty bad
0: yeah coke get it together
1: you <laughs> do limited edition flavors better coke come on yeah
0: come on coke
1: Sponsor uh, us though. Yeah, sponsor us though
0: because that. we do love you. They <laughs> go through so much Coke. Mm-hmm.
1: Um. <laughs> um, so then we finish with Kate and Toby taking Jack to the ocean. Yep. Um Kevin buys the RV and becomes Uncle Nikki's neighbor. It's I the high
0: neighbor for me.
1: <laughs> I love that. Um, me too. And then we see Rebecca and Kate, and Rebecca's like, oh, we have a message. Um, And they start listening to it, and it's Kevin, and he's like, yeah, things are good, like, blah, 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 I need money, like, I got an audition, blah, 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 and then he's like, oh, and Sophie and I got married, okay, bye!
0: (laughs) Did we not know they were married before this point? I thought we saw things, but maybe I'm just thinking about, like, later. I don't, we must not have. I don't think so. I mean, I think we maybe we did know because of like him and Sophie talking as like now as older adults, like in the first or second well, season. I,
1: we know that they're divorced. I don't think we like got into like, like that the fact that they got married so young. So or, young. Yeah. I don't think I, we got into like all the I didn't
0: think so, had. but I couldn't remember. Yeah. So wow. And yeah. that's the end. I know. I liked it. It was a filler episode and I know that, but I just yeah. thought the character so interactions were solid. I agree. But do you have a favorite part? A least favorite part?
1: I do. So I think my least favorite part part is baby Jack at music class. Yeah. That like was I just idea. I feel like it was stressful and I don't know. I just wasn't wasn't a big fan. Yeah. Me neither. Um then my favorite part um not to be like stereotypical sage but i loved the kevin uncle nicky and cassie stuff like yep. all their like that whole storyline and i felt like that was like the one that was building here like mm. yes the stuff with randall and beth and deja was like yeah kind of building some story but i felt like that was more filler versus the kevin uncle yeah. Nicky, cassie is kind of yeah. like Kevin's moving like that's a big step in the show and like Cassie like it's kind of we're getting into this like will they won't they with Cassie and Kevin now like so yeah
0: I'm gonna be honest with you I could care I couldn't care less about Malik like I just don't care like I know that's terrible I know know it's terrible I just think he's so blah
1: I kind of like I would like to get rid of this like Malik having a baby storyline to be honest with you and yeah. replace it with like a little bit more Tess and Annie time to be honest yeah
0: me too or, or Rebecca like, and Miguel time like something yeah
1: like, we haven't seen like any Rebecca and Miguel in like kind of a long no. time
0: I actually didn't realize that how much they're not in the show sometimes yeah like but,
1: it just, but other times we have like episodes where there's no, Kate, Kevin, or Randall. Yeah, so.
0: I guess that's true too. Yeah. Um, as far as my least favorite and favorite, my least favorite is definitely what you. I wrote down what you wrote down. I hated it. It stressed me out. My favorite, I had a hard time picking because I just thought there was so much cuteness going on in this episode, and I was really like loving all of it. But I think my favorite part, honestly, is when Mama C is talking to Rebecca at the table, like, and she's just like, "You need to get it yeah. together," like. Because yeah. I don't, I love when Rebecca comes home and like wakes up. Like that was like the catalyst yeah. for like all of that. And I think it's like so good.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I mean,
0: Randall, I think the whole table scene though, even when like Randall gives Beth that lemon and later it like, I don't know. And it's a lemon sage. Lemons. Lemons. Life can be the sourest lemon. Turn it <laughs> into lemonade. We love a good lemon. It is true. No. Um, Did you cry? I didn't. Did you? No. I almost cried when Nikki was telling about Sally's story, but I held it together I and I didn't cry. Oh. I oh. didn't though. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um what's your pop culture pick this week? So my pop culture pick, since there was music in this episode and I just watched this, it was like it just happened to be on theme. It wasn't planned, but I on Netflix, I watch the Wham! documentary oh, okay. about the band Wham!
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I don't think you have to be a Wham! fan because I'm not saying like I'm a huge, like, I mean, do I love Last Christmas, the song, more than anything in life at Christmas time? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. And do I love Careless Whisper? Yes, I do. And do <laughs> I think it's impressive that George Michael wrote Careless Whisper at 17 years old? Yes, I do. But
1: but I'm not away okay, from all of
0: that. I didn't really know anything about Wham, though. Like I didn't yeah. know anything. And I didn't know like if there was like a rift between them, and that's why George Michael, like went out on his own. So mm-hmm. it, it was only like an hour, I think it was only like an hour and twenty minute documentary. But it was really lovely. And, um, I guess what I thought was really beautiful is there was no rift because I again, didn't huh. know anything about Ram. Andrew, I think, is the other guy's name in Wham. They had, like, this beautiful, beautiful friendship. And he was never jealous of George Michael at all. He always knew that he was probably going to go out on his own. And he was totally supportive and, like, lovely about it. And also very supportive when George Michael came out to him. Mm -hmm. And it's just, like, this really beautiful story about friendship that I was not Uh expecting. And it was just really lovely. And I learned a lot about Wham. But I also learned a lot, like, about just george michael and um andrew and i'm sorry i don't remember his last name but it was just really like beautiful like the way that they ended was beautiful like it was great i didn't know anything about it i do think i mean i think a lot of their songs are really catchy like wake me up before you go go who Mm -hmm. doesn't love that song so fun Um, but and i think a lot of like i feel like people don't it's also about, like, people not taking Wham! seriously because of how they dressed, like, which was kind of fun and silly. But, like, they're writing, again, they're writing things like Careless Whisper. Right. Come on, guys. Like, <laughs> I feel like, have you ever watched Deadpool?
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: love when Wade Wilson is like, it's not Wham! It's Wham! <laughs> the album that made George and Andrew wham like and that's how I feel about them like now that I've watched the documentary I'm like yeah wham like <laughs> so that's how I feel about wham but everybody should I go watch it. this on Netflix it's very good like I was yeah. like so after I watched it, I was like shit I should have waited for Nick because he would have really liked this too yeah like, I'd watch it again honestly so that's my pop culture pick it's just called wham with an exclamation point cool yeah what about you
1: um, my pop culture pick this week is a book that I just read. Um, it's called A Good Girl's Guide to Murder. Oh. It's like a YA like mystery. Love um, that. by Holly Jackson is the author. Um, and it's kind of like it's about like this high school girl, but she solves like a mis- like a murder in her town that like wasn't um like solved by the police like they thought that they had it and like they were wrong okay um and she like solves it for her senior capstone project and it's like oh. kind of like a little bit like mixed media because it's like um third person person storytelling but then also like they like put in chunks of like her interviews and pictures throughout the novel and stuff too Oh, um, i love that. yeah and it's like a little bit funny um but like what I really enjoyed about it for a YA novel was that like the ending was not like what you expected at all like it kept you like on your toes the whole time and then the way that it ended was like not at all how I thought it was going to end so Ooh. yeah I love a book like that yeah Unless it, was it, makes it was- me mad, and yeah. then I'm
0: like no thank you it was like- a-
1: yeah it was like a quick read and I would recommend yeah. it to anybody that
0: you know, sometimes I think quick reads are the best read, though, because I'm kind of like I know you and I are the same like beach reads. I love a good beach read because you're just like finishing a couple books at a time and you feel like so good. Like, I don't know. I yeah, love
1: definitely.
0: I love books like that. Do you have anything else to say? I don't know. Me either. I'm going to be cutting out that tentacle part. Um <laughs> so yeah we'll be back for episode five
1: mm-hmm.
0: of season four
1: yeah write to oh. us at this too much pod at gmail.com yeah
0: write to us at this too much pod at gmail.com questions concerns ideas
1: if you have pop culture picks um, yeah maybe we will look into them and then talk about them on the show
0: yes we'd love that so. thanks everybody
1: yeah thanks for listening This was us. This was us. Bye.